0: Hello, hello, hello. How are y'all doing tonight? Um, As you can tell, Melvin is not with me. Um, We ran into some issues. That's the reason I am running behind. Uh, We were trying to get that resolved. Um, However, we were not able to get it resolved in time because um, I'm about, what, 14 minutes late, almost 15 minutes late. Um, So I do apologize about that. So again, uh, for those of you just joining, we did run into some more issues tonight. We're still working on this thing. Um, I was just on with Melvin, we were trying to figure it out and um, he had it working, but then it stopped working. So I won't bore you with all of that. Um, I'm already behind. But I do want to say um, thank you guys for tuning in with me Um, and hopefully by the grace of God we will have this resolved by next week. um, It has been a a challenge uh, for us to get this thing working Um, and we were successful last week finally Um, but then we ran into some more issues tonight so um, I do apologize about that again. Um, for my tardiness, running late, as well as um, Melvin not being able to be here with me. Um, As I've already said, we did run into some more issues, so I apologize about that. Um, And he is, we were just on working together, um, but due to the lack of time, due to, um, couldn't figure out what this new issue, um, how to resolve it just yet, so um, I just, Decided to come on. Uh, One of these days, I will be pretty good at doing Facebook Live because I've had to do it a few times now. Um, And as you guys know, I'm not used to doing Facebook Live. So um, maybe by the grace of God, I'll become good at uh, using Facebook Live so it won't be um, a hassle every time. So let's go into a word of prayer. I want to get into the things that I had prepared for tonight. Um, so let's go into a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for being a wonderful God to us, Lord. No matter what uh, doesn't go our way, our way doesn't go as planned, um, Lord, you have been so magnificent, so gracious, so kind, so merciful, uh, so loving towards us. And so, Lord, we thank you first and foremost. Lord, help us to always have a mind of uh, thanksgiving. Help us to always have a mind of uh, humility and Um, just being a light unto the world, being a light unto so many people who are lost. Lord, help us to just see your will, see your way, see uh, your word, understand you for who you are, Lord. And we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, that we will continue to remember that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm, trial and tribulation. So Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your gracious name, Jesus. Amen so again thank you guys for tuning in Um, as you can see melvin is not with me as i've said Uh, but i'm going to go into some things that i want to look at tonight i'm coming from the book of hebrews um something that was put on my mind um, and i wanted to share take this opportunity to share Uh, and while i'm on that you guys know i don't usually do this but if you would do me a favor like and share this video um, you know, whatever you feel comfortable doing, um, you can comment, whatever, uh, that does help this video spread, and we're not, um, since I'm only um, sharing this from my own personal page, um, we are not um, broadcasting this to all three platforms, as we usually do, because Melvin usually does that, uh, so since I had directly come from my phone, I'm not able to do that um, over all the platforms. So. So, if you would help me out in that aspect. So, I want to look at something tonight. Um, It's in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4. Hebrews, chapter 4. And I'm coming from um, verse 15. I'm sorry. Let me um, pull it up here. So So again, that's Hebrews chapter four, and coming from verse 15. Um, he says, "For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore, verse 16, let us therefore come boldly, unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We are in such a time of need right now. Um, we have, uh, even just, just being in my home, um, seeing helicopters um, circling, circling around, I, I have an app where you can Uh, check the flight of helicopters uh, nearby, aircrafts nearby, and um, I'm just seeing helicopters circling um, the perimeter. And they're doing that because they're looking for someone, usually um, a criminal. And so I'm just seeing everywhere we turn, it doesn't matter what hour of the day, Um, it doesn't matter what month, it doesn't matter if it's cold or if it's hot, doesn't matter if it's raining or if it's sunny outside. We're in a time of need. Um, So much crime going on. So many sicknesses. I've been receiving reports of uh, people having deaths um, in their families. There's just so much going on. So much. And so more than ever, we need God to help us. We need him to be with us. Um, I I know um, one of my friends uh, does a prayer line um, on Facebook, and there's always so many things we can be praying about. And so what I want to talk about tonight with you is um, the fact that Jesus is the answer. No matter what the problem is, no matter what uh, the situation is, the circumstance, Jesus is the answer. See, that's what we're talking about here in the book of Hebrews, chapter uh, chapter 4. I know, I know sometimes I've been asked this question before. What does God have to do with this? Or what does Jesus have to do with this situation? You know, there's some things we, we limit God a lot of times. We think he can't resolve or he can't solve a certain problem. Um, I've told you guys sometime back, you know, talking to an individual and they began talking about how someone uh, was sick in their body and um, this sickness that they had, uh, it pretty much could not be cured. Doctors cannot resolve this. Doctors cannot fix this. But what I wanted to remind the person of or tell them, maybe they hadn't heard it, whatever the case may be, is that Jesus is the answer. He can fix any problem you have. I don't care what the problem is. I don't care if the situation is, is, is dim, is grim, uh, is dark and gloomy. It, people told you it wouldn't work. It does not matter. What the situation is See I'm a living witness I'm a a living testimony That Jesus is the answer To whatever your problem is If you want to say it's a sickness I've been there Whatever it is If you're struggling with something on your mind It doesn't matter He is the answer Jesus told us in one place He said peace I'm giving you peace Peace I'm leaving with you He said, I'll give my peace to you, not as the world gives peace. You know, we turn to so many things uh, when we're troubled in our minds. That's a problem we're having today. A lot of us are troubled in our minds about situations, about things going on around us, things that are directly affecting us, our finances, whatever it is, we're troubled. And, And people don't recognize how God is the answer. He's the answer to whatever problem we're having, whatever it is, but we have to get in his word and start learning of him. I know you might not be able to see how is he the answer to this problem? How's he the answer to my financial situation? We'll get into it by the grace of God. How's he the answer to my job situation? How's he the answer to all these problems that I'm having? The doctor said this can't Uh, be cured. How's he the answer? Oh, it's a mental health thing. How's he the answer to that? He's the answer to all of our problems. If only we knew that. If only we could see this. So we're told here in the book of Hebrews, he says, our high priest, Jesus is our high priest. He said, we have not, in verse 15 he said, for we have not an high priest, now that's Jesus, which cannot be touched. He's touched by our problems. Sometimes you tell people your problems, and they're not touched, they're not moved, they don't even care, not even concerned. He said, we have somebody who's touched, he's bothered by it, he feels our pain glory be to God I thank God he, he understands I heard a song a song songwriter said he understands he understands what other people don't understand. A lot of times people don't see the situations we're going through we wish people could understand how we feel but no matter how we explain it they just don't get it but he understands. So Jesus, yes, God bless each and every one of you. Jesus is the answer. I don't care what the problem is. He's the answer. He is the answer. We're going to get into that by the grace of God. But he introduces this by telling us he's touched. He's moved. He's bothered. He's stirred up. Um, Sometimes when the scripture tells us Jesus seen the condition that the people were in, he said, the, the scripture said he was moved with compassion. He was touched. You know, sometimes when things really touch us as people, we become teary eyed. We start crying out of joy, out of love. We're touched. Jesus is touched. He cares about your problem. Don't feel he doesn't care. I know there's times where we've been praying for certain things and we haven't gotten it yet. We haven't received that thing we're praying for yet. But he's touched now. Don't don't think because it hasn't happened, he's not touched. Oh, he cares. That's the reason I'm on here tonight. Because he cares. That's the reason I'm here. Because he cares. He's proved that. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. We see what he did for us. Somebody brought up to me uh, the other day about the movie, uh, The Passion of the Christ. I haven't seen it in a while. It's been been too long since I've seen it. I need to rewatch it. But if you watch that movie and you see what he goes through for us, you will come to the conclusion He cares. He cares. So I want to look at a few things tonight because we have someone who we can go to in a time of need. There's, there's times now, and I'll be honest with you, even me myself, you know, I like to help people. I love to help people. I desire to help people. But sometimes, unfortunately, I'm not even in the position to help someone the way that I would like to. You know, if you came to me and said, Tony, look, I need $5,000. I need $1,000. You said, Tony, I need a certain amount of money. I said, man, I wish I could do more, but I'm just not even able. But, you know, he cares and he has all power. The scripture tells us all powers in his hand. Everything here belongs to him. He will make things happen, things that we didn't even see, things that we didn't even know would happen. He'll make them happen for us because he loves you. You know, any parent who loves their children, they're willing to do anything and everything for their children. Parents have given their lives for their children. That's what Jesus did for us. He gave his life. You know, the parents that give their lives today, These are parents who have um, uh, birthed their children. Their their children are already born. Jesus loved us before we ever even came into this world. That's how strong his love is. Before we ever came into the world, we we were thousands of years off, hundreds and thousands of years away. It's been 2,000 years since he came. And he still did what he did for us. That's how strong his love is. For you and I, so once you're going through some problems, don't lose don't lose track of the fact that he cares, and you can come to him. The Bible says for help in the time of need, but we have to know how to do it. We have to understand how do we come to him. You know that that leads me to. Uh, I think this is a good time to go to this scripture. I'm not sure how God is going to lead me through this thing, but I I have um, a few different places in mind to go to, but I'm relying on God to kind of lead me because we probably won't go to all these places. But I want to move over. I want to move over to the book of Proverbs chapter 11 because we have to know how to go to God for help. Now, praying, we need to pray. So, yes, that is one way we go to him. Pray. God knows we need to be praying. The Bible tells us man ought to always pray. So, we need to be praying any opportunity we get. Now, praying, it, it, it doesn't only have to be. Um, you go to, to the church church. For prayer or you you pray at night or you pray in the morning. No, you can be praying at all times of the day. When you're going down the highway, you can be praying, asking God to help you. You don't have to close your eyes to do that then. When you're at your job, you need to be praying. When, <laughs> when your coworkers are aggravating you <laughs> and you're upset, you need to be praying. When we're getting phone calls from uh, uh, spam phone calls, I've seen people. these, These are things I've seen. I've seen people get so upset because of a spam phone call. And they talk about how they wish they could beat the person's head, beat the brains out. I mean, I've really seen this. See, those are the times we need to be praying. Lord, help me so that I don't sin. The scripture tells us to be angry and sin not. These are the times we need to be praying instead of saying, Lord, I want to I beat this person up. We, we need to be saying, Lord, help me to get beyond this. Lord, help so-and-so. Help them. That's These are the times we need to come to him in prayer. So there's more now. There's more for us to do then just pray. I want to make this clear to you. So I want to go to the book of Proverbs. Uh, as I say, the book of Proverbs chapter 11, and verse 14, Proverbs 11 and verse 14 says this. Where no counsel is, where no counsel is, the people fall. Now, I want you to meditate on this verse with me because I want to help you. I really do. But you have to take heed to the word of God in order to be helped. We got problems. I understand. God knows we all have problems. But I'm trying to give you godly wisdom on how to solve that problem. God's going to do it now. He's going to do it for you. So pray is one aspect. But now here is another aspect. But see, some people like to pray, but they don't like this answer right here. He said, where no counsel is, the people fall. You know, as, as, as people in the world, we get a lot of counseling. Sometimes when people are going through something, is weighing on their mind, they they go and they find a counselor. We talk to our family. We talk to friends. We talk to coworkers. We talk to so many people. We'll even go and anonymously talk to strangers on the Internet looking for some counsel. But, you know, he said where no counsel is, the people fall. But, you know, you can even have some counsel and still fall. And the reason I say that is because we have the wrong counsel. See, look at this this next part. He said, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. We need godly counsel. See, getting worldly counsel is one thing. But receiving godly counsel is another. See, I'll give you an example. I've, I've known people now. And a lot of things I tell you is things I've, I've, God has allowed me in my short life to experience and, and to see this. I thank him for that because without him, I would not be able to do it. I've seen people. I've seen people desire to be married. Now, marriage Is something God instituted, and one of the reasons, it's not the only reason, but one of the main reasons it's instituted is to stay out of sin. That's one of the main reasons God hates sin, and I've seen people now, people trying to do right, trying to go to church, Christian people now trying to follow Christ. I've seen them talk to people about wanting to marry and people responding to them, telling them, don't get married. These are supposed to be Christian people giving this counsel. And yet they're encouraging a person to remain in sin. Don't give up your boyfriend or your girlfriend. That's the counsel that they were telling them. Just don't get married. See, God hates sin. So godly counsel would say, hey, if you if you people are trying to serve God and live right, y'all need to be married. That's what godly counsel would say. But worldly counsel says, no, don't get married. See, God's about you staying out of sin. He's, look, God's trying to help you. I know you might think, what does that have to do with anything? He's trying to help you. He, you know, the Bible tells us, he says, if a man's ways please him, please God now. If a man's ways please God, he will make even his enemies be at peace with him. That tells me if God is pleased with how I'm living, He'll make even my enemies. That goes for a mass shooter. That goes for uh, a a, a murderer or, or a thief. That goes for all of it. That goes for sickness. That goes for anything we can look at that seems evil. God said he'll make even your enemies be at peace with you. As long as you're willing to please him. So there are things that God tells us to do for our own benefit. Scripture told us, forget not as many benefits. He's trying to help us. Marriage, Lord, I thank you. You know, I, I've even heard people talk about they're having problems in their marriage. And you know what? God, Jesus is the answer. We need some godly counseling. We go to the worldly counselors. But we won't come to the church. We won't go to our pastor and ask him, help us to get through these problems. If you've talked to your spouse about problems and things just won't get any better, why not try and go talk to the preacher? Say, hey, how about we go and talk to the pastor about some things? You know, I I want us to grow together, get closer to one This is the things that we need to help us. These are things we need to be doing to help ourselves. People, I'm hearing people daily with problems in every phase of their life problems in their homes, problems with their children, problems at their job, problems even at home, just in their own minds. We need some counseling from. Godly people. We need godly counsel. Where no counsel is. He said the people fall. I know we think, um, I thank God for counseling because uh, many times I've been off and counsel leads me back where I need to, to be. And the scripture tells us that it is not in a man to direct his own step. You just think about why we make some of the foolish decisions that we make because it's not in us to direct our own step. That's what the book says. It is not in man to direct his own step. No matter how educated we are, no matter how uh, tall, how short, what color our skin is, how much money we have, he said, it's not in us to direct our own state. We need his help. We need the Holy Ghost. We need his counsel. You know, we're having financial problems. And I know it's tough on all of us right now. Because of the time that we're living in, we're, we're coming. Uh, hopefully, we're moving beyond COVID uh, the way that it's um, completely changed our world. Um, had things shut down for a long time. Things are still trying to get up and running right now. But we see financial issues going on in the world. And you know, some problems sure have come from COVID, sure have come from just uh, worldly phenomena that happen. But you know, some problems we brought upon ourselves. Because we're making bad financial decisions. But you know the Bible talks about that. See, any problem you're facing today, I'm trying to tell you, is covered in the book. You might not think it is because all we think the Bible talks about is just God and sins. But this book talks about everything that pertains to life. Everything. Any answer you need It's in this book. Jesus is the answer I'm trying to tell you. He's the answer. He told us all the scripture pointed to him. So anything in the Old Testament, anything in the New Testament, it all reflects upon Christ. He's the answer. I want to show you something you might, you may have never seen. This in the book of Haggai. In the book of Haggai. Chapter one, I believe I want verse six here. He's the answer. I want to show you something. I'll start at verse five because we're having financial problems today. But you know, God tries to tell us how to help ourselves. He said, look, we can come to him, come to his throne of grace boldly for help in the time of need. And you know what? Some of the financial problems we're having is because of our own, it's our own fault. Let's be honest with ourselves here. It is our own fault. So I'm going to read something to you here in the book of Haggai, chapter 1 and verse 5. He says, Now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, this is God talking, This is what the word of God said. He said, consider your ways. You know, we're in some trouble today because of our own actions. God knows I've caused a lot of problems upon my own life. I'm not ashamed to tell you. I'm not proud about it. But I'm I'm humble enough to to admit I've been wrong. Financial decisions, um, a lot of bad decisions the reason I'm where I am he's trying to help us you know if we don't identify our problem if we don't identify ways to make things better we'll continue to be in the same shape and next year we'll have the same problem the year after that we'll have the same problem five years later we're having the same problem because of our own ways he said consider your ways you know in fact Jesus said the same thing We might get it, we might not, I'll see. But Jesus told us, consider the cost. What is going to cost? There's some things that we desire in life. We don't think about what is going to cost us one bit. Somebody want to go on a trip. We want to go to Mexico. We want to go to Las Vegas. We want to (laughs) go... We want to go over here to, to all, these, all these countries, these beautiful places, these islands. We don't consider the cost. We don't think about, man, I have a bill coming up. No, we just want to go on that trip. And so we're going to come back, and after we get back from that trip, we're going to say, man, I need to take up a few donations because I can't pay my bill. Why? Why? Because you did not consider the cost. You didn't consider your ways. There's some times we have to deny self. See, Jesus told us all of this. He said we have to deny ourselves to follow him. But you know, even to survive in this world, we have to deny ourselves some of our wants and our lusts and our desires. Jesus is the answer. See, this book will teach you some wisdom, some knowledge, some understanding if you're willing to listen. You know, one thing that we love to do, and myself included. So when I'm talking, I'm, I'm not saying things that only pertain to you. This is myself as well. You know, we love, we love, we love to eat good. <laughs> God knows I love to eat good. And you know, because of the world that we live in, We've gotten so lazy. We have restaurants on every corner. And even if it's not a restaurant, somebody's cooking out of their house. And we can go over there and buy a plate. And so we'll spend all of our money on eating food, eating nice things. And then we turn around and say, you know what, I don't have any money for my bills. We're putting ourselves in a lot of bad situations. If you don't believe me. Then I'll show you it in the Word. Jesus is the answer. He's the answer to all of our financial problems in our mind, problems in our homes with our children, with our spouses, problems in our churches. We're we're having disagreements with people. Jesus is the answer. doesn't matter what the problem is. But we have to be humble enough to look at ourselves and say, you know, I'm, I'm a part of this problem. But the first thing we recognize is the other person. No, they're the problem. Good God am i You know, you know, I, and I have to say this because one thing I've seen, especially being uh, black, I've seen black people time and time again. We continually talk about the white person, the white man, this, this, this white, the the white group did this, that. They're the reason I'm in this problem. No, you, yeah, I'm not saying people hadn't put. Hadn't caused some of the things that have happened in the past God, I, I, We see that Anybody with eyes can see that But where do you go from now? Where do you go from now? What are you doing every day of your life? Are we continuing to mope around about our problems? Or are we going to God Asking him for the wisdom and understanding To get in a better situation? You know there are are. Um, children, and I don't mean really young people, I mean just all of us, our parents, they might have did some things, may have lived a certain lifestyle, or, or our grandparents, or the people before them, we see the problems that they had, and so now we feel that I have to live this same way, see, these are issues that are attacking our mind, the devil wants you to think this way. He wants you to feel you have to be the way that you are, but Jesus is the answer. You know, there are people who have gotten out of prison, spent their entire life, even a man here in Memphis uh, just, just uh, killed a lady. This man has been in prison for majority of his life, and so many inmates, they feel that's the only way that they can live. And so once they get out of jail, they do something. They desire to go back. Jesus is the answer. He can help us. He can redeem us, restore our minds, put us in our right mind. That's what he did for the man possessed with the devil. We might get to that. But Jesus is the answer tonight. And if you're just joining us, again, I apologize. Um, We had some technical difficulties, so we are not coming to you. Uh, The normal way that we do, um, I had to Facebook Live by myself tonight, but God is still good. Uh, Hopefully by next week we'll have these things fixed Um, and Melvin will be back and we'll have um, the scriptures on the screen uh, as usual, but Jesus is the answer. He's the answer to our problem. We think drugs are going to fix it. We think uh, alcohol is going to fix it. Uh, we, We think Well, if I just get more money, that'll fix it. We think if I just get me a a spouse, that'll fix my problem. It's not going to fix it. We've been trying the same thing for so many years and it hasn't fixed the problem yet. But we're doing all that we know to do. Jesus is the answer. We have not tried him, though, not sincerely. We've halfway went to church. We've halfway tried to do right, but we have not wholeheartedly turned to him. He's the answer. Hallelujah. Somebody doesn't want to hear that, but he's the answer. He is the answer to all of our problems. So I went to the book of Haggai chapter one, and I'm going to read again to you. I'm going to read again to you. Verse five. To see what God has to say about this. He said, now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts. See, this is God talking now. I know you're still going to get mad at Minister Tony. (laughs) You'll still get mad at Tony. But I'll tell you to direct your anger at God. He said, consider your way. Look at how you're living. Look at the things you're doing before we want to blame it all on someone else, before we want to blame it on our parents, we want to blame it on this group, that person, before we want to blame it on whatever, he said, consider your way. You can make this better. You don't have to stay down where you are right now. If you've been failing at things in life, you don't have to stay there. That's what he's trying to tell you. But as long as you continue to think there is no hope, there is no help, as long as you keep thinking that, you'll stay exactly where you are. But he said we have an high priest, we have Jesus who is touched. He's bothered by our weaknesses, our infirmities, our problems. He's bothered. He'll come to you and help in the time of need if you're willing to listen to him. He'll help you in the time of need. God knows we all need help. I don't care how tough we think we are, how much weights we lift as men. Uh, (laughs) No matter how how big and bad we think we are, we all need some help. We all need help. There are men, men now, men who, as as men, uh, guys try not to show any weakness. We try not to show any affection. You don't want to hug a guy. (laughs) You don't want to get too close to another guy. (laughs) You don't want to say I love you in front of other guys. And you definitely don't want to say I love you to a guy. These are things that men try to do. But you know what? Men are still bothered by things. We're seeing men commit suicide. Bothered. We didn't ask for help, we didn't say anything to people, or if we did, you know, um, the message might not have gotten across or whatever the case may be, but what I'm saying is we're all having problems. No matter how much money a person has, they're having problems. Problems. So there's someone we can go to for help in the time of need. So. He says, consider your ways. Now think about this. He said, ye have sown much and bring in little. Don't we work hard? This is the book now. I know we probably never read this. He said, you have worked so hard. He said, and yet you're bringing in a little. You still don't have much. We've worked so hard. We're putting in overtime. We're working two and three jobs. We're doing all types of things to help ourselves. He said, but you still have little. He said, ye eat, but ye have not enough. We we hunger and thirst after things, but when we get those things, still doesn't satisfy us. How many times you see people get in relationships and they're with a person this week and a month passed by, a couple of months pass by, they're no longer with that person, they're with a brand new person. A few months pass by, they're with someone else again. We hunger and thirst after things and yet we still aren't filled. We still have not quenched our thirst. We still are not satisfied there's a problem going on, and the big problem is we need Jesus in our lives. We need Christ to help us. I know somebody out there has some evil thoughts about it. We say, oh, well, I've tried that before. Did you do it the right way? I've tried that before, and I've seen this group of people. They were hypocrites. It's not about the hypocrites. There are some true Christians out there. You're talking to one. You're looking at one. There are some true, God has some other people out there who are sincere about this lifestyle, who don't just do this in front of someone, in front of people. There are true godly people out there. So he said, I'm going to start over again in, in verse six. He said, You have so much. You work hard and bring in little. We know this is the case. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled. Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. Now, if this doesn't sound like us today, we earn some money. That's why we work the amount of jobs, we work the amount of hours that we work to earn money, wages. And yet, it seems like the money is (laughs) leaving twice as fast than how we earned it, at the rate of which we earned it. He said, this is what we're doing, but we have to consider our ways. See, there are problems that take place that we couldn't stop. But there are some problems we bring upon ourselves. Sometimes people like to show off their money. Show off how much they have. We're bringing things upon ourselves. You know, one of the three things that God hates is pride. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and pride of life. He said, consider your ways. There's some problems we're bringing upon ourselves. We need some godly counsel. We're talking. My, my pastor said, talk to me. You're talking to everybody else. Talk to me. Talk to a preacher. Talk to someone that God sent here to help you. That's what I do. I talk to my pastor. I talk to my pastors, preachers. I need godly counsel in my life. I make some foolish decisions, sometimes I'm not thinking in the way that I should be thinking. So I need someone to help me. So if you think that you're too big for some advice, that's going to inhibit, it's going to stop you from reaching the potential that you could. If you receive some godly counsel So these are problems that we're facing In this world Financial issues Issues with our health I want to go and get that Because there's more problems that we're facing Opposed to just finances In the book of Luke And I'll probably end here In the book of Or no, I want to go to the book of Mark Mark chapter 5 Mark chapter 5 And um, here I want to go to verse 2 because we're, if you look around, and people call, people uh, phrase it mental health. But I want to enlighten you on something now. I want to enlighten you on something. Something that uh, the psychology book won't tell you. It will not enlighten you on this. Only the word of God can. That's the reason I know it, because I haven't read much, psychology I, I took the class but that was about it but what I do understand is the Word of God that's what I study and this is what we all should be studying. every last one of us you don't you don't you, you don't have to be a preacher to study scripture you should be reading this this is about us learning who God is because somebody's going to trick you otherwise. So in the book of Mark chapter five and verse two, it says, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. You know, anybody who wants to live in caves, who wants to live in places where uh, dead people, Anybody who wants to stay in a graveyard, let me put it that way to you, you know they're not in their right minds. You know, we're seeing this go on today. Anybody who wants to live in prison, who who feels comfortable there, who feels proud to be in prison, somebody not in their right mind, wanting to dwell there. See, this man had been dwelling there. In these places. And the reason why. The Bible said. Let me read it again for you. And when he was come out of the ship. Immediately. Now this is Jesus. When Jesus came out of the ship. Immediately there met him out of the tombs. A man with an unclean spirit. See we're calling a lot of. Mental health problems. Problems that people have. Because of unclean spirits. And if we would see God to help us to free them of these spirits. We'll see them, good God, Almighty, we'll see people restored in their right minds. That's what we'll see. See, we have to know who to come to for help in the time of need. The reason so many people want to live in these horrible conditions, you know, there are so many homeless people, and if you talk to some of these homeless people, they're happy. They're okay. They're content with this lifestyle because of unclean spirits. Because the devil has blinded their minds to think they have to stay this way. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to live under the influence of addictions. People are addicted to certain things. Un unhealthy things, ungodly things, addicted to them and we think we have to be this way unclean spirit if you would seek Jesus for some help come to his throne of grace boldly, don't come prideful come uh, um, free come ready to receive the blessings of God, come um Just as the woman with the issue of blood, come willing, desperately willing for his help, asking God to help you. He'll help you. Call on the name of Jesus. Good God Almighty, call on the name of Jesus. He'll help you. Even if you've never had to do it before, you never did it before, call on the name of Jesus. Call on his name. Yes, we don't have because we don't ask. And sometimes, we, he said, we ask, but we're asking amiss. We're not getting what we're asking for because sometimes we're asking for the wrong things. But if you ask him for these good things, your heavenly father desires to give this to you. He wants to give this to you. Come to him for help to free you of the addictions, the problems that we... the ungodly things that if people knew we were doing this you know and it's sad you know people are addicted to so many things i see so many people we say man i'm not addicted to smoking these vapes to smoking these e-cigs whatever we want to call them jewels whatever we wish to call it somebody said man i'm not addicted i could stop if i wanted to (laughs) They say, I just don't want to. Addicted. But I have someone. If you would call on the name of Jesus, he can take it away from you. You don't have to chew any gum. You don't have to go to a class. Just call on the name of Jesus. Sincerely ask him to help you. He'll take it away from you. He'll take it away from you. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we can ask or even think. He's able. He is able to do these things for us. You know, it's sad. These things are ruining God's people. I've seen a preacher. I'm telling you things I've seen. I've seen a preacher before. I didn't even know the man was a preacher. Man told me he was a preacher. I said, wow, okay, I am too. I didn't know. You know, I hadn't talked to the guy that much. That's the reason I didn't know. Talking to the guy, we were on, we were on the phone. Facetime the guy. Man took out a vape and blew a big cloud of smoke. I couldn't even see the man's face anymore. You would have thought the man vanished. <laughs> My God. Lord, help us. Suppose I sat here and smoked in front of you. You say, man, why is he on here preaching to me, smoking, talking about addictions? See, God will help you. I'm praying and hoping somebody out there would ask God to free them of what burdens they're bounded by. This man here, I I, got to wrap this thing up. This man here was in the tombs full of demons and devils, not in his right mind. What we would call mental problems. He's not in his right mind. Look at what he was doing. Who had his dwelling among the tombs and no man could bind him. They couldn't stop him from doing what he was doing. He continued to hurt himself. We're walking around daily as people, people of God, hurting ourselves. God wants to set us free. God wants to help us. He wants to help us in the time of need. Had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him. We're in Mark chapter 5 and at verse 3, about to go to verse 4. No man could bind him not with chains, because he had been often bound with feathers and chains and had plucked asunder by him, and the feathers. Broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stone, inflicting pain upon himself. Inflicting pain upon himself. You know, people have fooled us today, and folks have said some foolish saying, saying, No pain, no gain. <laughs> now, I understand now there are painful times that help us to grow. So I'm not disregarding that. I believe that wholeheartedly. But now sometimes people say that when we're being foolish, when there are times we can avoid hurting ourselves, but they want you to hurt yourself anyway. And they just say, hey, no pain, no gain. That's called foolishness. You shouldn't hurt yourself. This man was... Cutting himself. Don't we know people do this today? We might have even did this ourselves. But there's somebody to help us. There's somebody to help us. Jesus is here to help you tonight. If only we would come before him asking for him to free up. Pray. Ask him. All you have to do is call out to Him. If it's your first time praying these things, I've, I've talked to people before they hadn't, you no, know, they hadn't really prayed much. You don't have to be shy. You can begin to just talk to Him. Just talk to Him. Just as I'm talking to you, He's listening. He hears and sees everything going on. You are not alone today or tonight or whatever time it is that you find yourself listening to this. You're not alone. Sometimes we feel alone. The devil causes us to think we're the only one in this thing. You are not alone. He is willing to help you, but you have to allow him to help you. So this man was cutting himself. And so Jesus encountered this and he set this man free. And, you know, I want to skip down because Jesus freed the man, cast the demons out of the man. I guess we better read that. But when Jesus, uh, verse 6, but when Jesus saw, but when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshiped him and cried with a loud voice and said, see, now look at this close now. See, the devil inside of people will talk through them. I better say that again the demons and devils inside of people will begin to talk through them because that's what happened here. Look at what so, and I better say this, because sometimes we think because someone worships God that they're saved and sanctified. I'll I'll read this again for you because I want to teach you something now. God called me to be a teacher. I love to teach. So now, But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. This is the devil now using this man. See, it was the devil causing that man to cut himself. That man didn't do that of his own right mind. And now again, the devil runs to Jesus and worships him. In the book of James, he said, look, you believe in one God, you do well. Look, the devil believes Also, see the devil worships. Don't think because somebody's praying and oh, I seen them sing a song, I seen them playing the keyboard, playing the drums, and praying. Don't be deceived. Now, the devil does that also. So, now the devil, now in this man, comes to him and look at what he said. He said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. In in another place, these devils spoke through the man and said, are you coming to torment us before the time? See, the Bible tells us the devil knows he only has but a short time. He only has a short time left to get as many people as possible to turn their backs on God. And that's what he's doing. He's walking around every day as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So the devil asked him, look, what what are you coming to do here? This is the devil. For he said unto him, come out of the man. Jesus talked directly to the devil. Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. See, this is what's causing people to do all these foolish things. You see a mass shooter, and we say, oh, it's his mental health. He, he or she is subject to unclean spirits. The devil is causing that person to do this. See, the Bible tells us we wrestle not with flesh and blood, with spirits, principalities. We're wrestling with these demons, these unclean spirits. If you don't believe that, Uh, And I hope you don't do this now. But we're going out drinking all the time, getting drunk. And on the very liquor store, it'll have somebody's name. And it'll say after that name, uh, Tim's Wine and Spirits. They're telling you what you're picking up. And we don't even accept it. We don't even believe it. Wine and Spirits. So he said... Jesus now talking to the unclean spirit, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, "What is thy name?" Now, this wasn't the man's name. This was the devil's name, the demons inside of the man. And he answered saying, "My name is Legion for we are many." The demons now talking out of this man. I'm trying to show you something tonight. You have help in the time of need. We have friends and family members that unclean spirits are using them. This is the answer to help them. The Word of God. Jesus. We need to be asking God to intervene. We need to be getting everyone involved in church, involved in the Word of God. No matter what the problem is, Whether it's a sickness, high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, whatever. We need the word of God in our lives. Whether it's problems in our marriage, we need the word of God. If if our spouses won't hear the word of God, how can we expect them to live a godly life? We need to be trying to talk to our loved ones about the word trying to encourage them to hear the word and not only be hearers of the word, but be doers. So let me finish this up. So the demon speaks now. In the book of Mark, chapter 5, in that verse 9, the demon speak out of this man, says his name is Legion, verse 10, and he besought, which means to beg, he begged him much that he would not send them away out of the country. He said, don't get rid of us. Don't cast us out of the earth. Let us stay here. You see these demons continue. They're continuing. These demons can get in some person, cause them to go and shoot and kill a lot of people. That person can get killed themselves and die. And you see that same spirit jumps on somebody else. Somebody else goes and does the same thing. These are spirits we're dealing with. We think because we kill a certain person or get rid of this person or get rid of that person, oh, if we got rid of the Democrats. If we got rid of the Republicans, our world would be a better place. No, if we get Jesus in our lives, every Democrat, every Republican, every black, every white, every ethnicity, every race, every religion, we if we would all come together, glory be to God, good God of if we would all come together and just get Jesus and live the life that he set forth, the life that he lived, if we live, he told us to love one another as he loved us. If we would just do that, we wouldn't have any of the problems we're having today. If everyone decided, man, I want to live right. I want to follow Christ. I'm going to love my neighbor as myself. So, I want to show you something as I finish this up. So Jesus now, and now in verse 11, it says, Now there was, now there was there nigh unto the mountain a great herd of swine feeding pigs. He cast these devils into the pigs. That's what's going to happen. And all the devils besought him, begged him. So that's plain now. So you know it was Jesus having a conversation with these unclean spirits it's plain. Verse 12 tells you, so you don't think I'm making this up. And all the devils, all of them, all the devils besought him saying, send us into the swine, send us to the pigs that we may enter into them. They didn't want to be kicked out of the earth, cast into hell. They wanted to continue to roam around. See, Jesus has the power even over the devil. Good God Almighty. He has the power even over these unclean spirits. He has the power to help us get into the right mindset, to the right frame of mind, the right thinking. He has the power to do that. If only we would come to him and ask, So, and forthwith Jesus gave them lead. Jesus even gave the devil what he wanted here. Look at that. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. My pastor said, "Even (laughs) even the pigs, even the swine knows to get to the water. See, we need to get to the water and be baptized in the name of Jesus. Even the animals had enough sense to get to the water. To be freed of the devil. Hallelujah. Get to the water. Be baptized in the name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Ghost. To be freed from the attacks of the devil. Because even if he's left out of you, I'll let you know, friend, he can come back. You know, I hear people talk all the time. When we see a person has committed suicide or has harmed themselves or has uh, intended to harm themselves. And we think, Man, I would never do that. Yeah, you would if an unclean spirit took you over. You would. And somebody would say the same thing that you would say about that person. Man, they never was like that before. They were never that way. I can't believe they're doing that. Yeah, the unclean spirit is in them, has taken over them. You're no match for the devil. We need to come to Jesus in the time of need. So as I close this up, I'm going to uh, go to verse um, 14. It says, and they, and they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that were, was done. And they come to Jesus now and see him that was possessed with the devil. He was now. He's no longer possessed with the devil. And had the legion, that's the demons, sitting and clothed and in his right mind. This man now, he's now put on clothes and he's in his right mind. Couldn't clothe the man, couldn't stop the man from hurting himself, couldn't stop the man from doing all sorts of foolish things. But now that Jesus has intervened, man's in his right mind. And the people were afraid. It says that right after, and they were afraid. You know, people become afraid when you start talking with some sense. I get on here and I talk about Jesus. People become afraid when you start talking from a godly standpoint. They were afraid of Jesus, and all he did was come to help them. So God bless you guys. Um, If you have any questions, um, and I didn't mention it, didn't mention it earlier, but you are, are free always to ask me any questions. Um, if you, if you um, are not sure about some things that I've talked about or have something else on your mind that I didn't cover, um, but you would like me to, uh, you can always reach out to me and tell me and, and, and for, sure, for certain, always ask me any questions. You don't have to uh, do it over the air. You can do it privately um, I would love to talk with you and um, just help you in any way that I possibly can. Um, uh, no question is a foolish question, uh, as long as we're asking these things sincerely. Now, if, you, if you're if you not sincere, you just want to spark an argument or uh, just fight or whatever, I want to entertain that. Um, I, I, I really want to help people, and so um, reach out to me, ask me any question. Um, I won't publicize you and, and talk about your business to other people because, quite frankly, it's not other people's business. Um, and So definitely, uh, if you have any questions, reach out to me. Uh, if you have any topics that you would like to be covered, um, I will endeavor to do that. You can just tell me and I'll do so. So if there is nothing else, I've enjoyed you. Um, I always enjoy you. I love to do this this is my passion um, I'm not getting paid for this um, um, we've I don't even know how long we have did uh, these messages and we have never asked for any money um, speaking of though I was um, I will say I have been thinking about it um, putting up um, a link in case people do want to donate uh, just for the the things because we actually pay for these platforms um, Melvin's not with me tonight if you join me after I talked about that we ran into some issues uh, that is what put us late uh, but if you do want to donate to help us continue doing this because we do pay our own money to do this um, we don't have any funds coming from any churches or any, any, anything like that uh, me and Melvin personally pay for these things we use different apps different softwares um, to uh, do all the effects Um, Even the uh, screens, the green screens, uh, all those things that we use, the lighting, um, he purchased that um, and we, we in combination, purchase a lot of things that uh, help just make this thing um, go the way that it does. And so um, I have thought about it for a while um, just uh, because I know people, people have asked me to donate before, but I, I just... I didn't want to make this thing seem as if this is something where I'm just trying to get somebody's money uh, because uh, that is not the case one bit. Um, I I understand the repercussions um, of manipulating God's people. Uh, I'm not foolish enough to do that. Uh, I know there are a lot of people who do it, um, but I just can't live that way. I, I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. And I know what lies ahead for me. Uh, hell would be waiting on me. <laughs> this thing is serious. You know, we we can't get over on one another um, and expect to walk into heaven when when um, when we die. God is God is serious about this thing. He, he he when he said love one another as I have loved you, he meant that. He didn't get over on us he truly cared. He truly looked out for us. Every from every angle he was looking out for us. So if any of us think we're getting over on people, you know, I see people go and rob banks, rob stores, you know, even go and kill people. Nobody's getting away with these things. I don't care if they're not caught by by police officers or a SWAT team or the navy or the or military whoever. Even if a person isn't caught, nobody's getting away. We still answer to God in the end. So that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that he is a just judge. And so by me knowing all of that, um, that, that's what causes me to live the way that I live. Knowing I have to live a holy life, a pure life, a righteous life, a life uh, without reproach. You know, that doesn't mean I won't make mistakes. That doesn't mean you won't make mistakes. But every day of our lives, we have to wake up trying our very best to do right. We have to try our very best to do right. So, with that being said, God bless you guys. Um, And, um, again, just reach out to me if you have any questions or any concerns or anything you want to Uh, discuss as it pertains to God or just anything. If you just need somebody to talk to, I'm here for you. So God bless you guys. Um, And until next time, I'll say praise the Lord. I Have a good night.